Welcome to the Something Something Experience Podcast, Episode 5. I'm Michael John Simpson. My co-caster, Ash Jones, and I started this podcast to give voice to our passions. This week, our guests are Matt Blackwood and Mandy D, hosts of the now-defunct What Were We Talking About? podcast. We had a great time talking to Matt and Mandy, so much so that the episode ran a bit longer than usual. In our continued exploration of everything, we covered work schedules, British versus American sitcoms, Jerry Seinfeld, Breaking Bad, TV versus movies, movie reviews, YouTube, comedians on comedy, stand-up, screenwriting, podcasting, foul language in media, premium cable TV series, canceled Fox series, fan fiction and slash fiction, contextual language, the nature of offense, personal privacy, female superheroes, the over-under, Tim Burton, M. Night Shyamalan, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Weird Al Yankovic, Batman, Zack Snyder, Dread, and DC vs. Marvel movies. Whew! Here it is, episode 5 of the Something Something Experience. Yeah, everybody mute your phone. We just got the Iron Man 3 Blu-ray. And we were, I was listening to was the, there an Iron Man? Oh, there was an Iron Man I was listening to the yeah, commentary with... Uh, and Shane Black's phone kept going off during it, and it's like you're not even going to turn off your phone like for this commentary. <laughs> he's got important things to do. Well, he's working you know, on like three movies. He's right a now. super important. Matt, Mandy, hi. Hello. How's it going? Good. Thanks oh, for coming up here on Chicago's Log. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't mess around. We just we oh, okay. just hit record and go. All right. I don't believe in uh, pomp and circumstance <laughs> much. So, um, so, um, oh hey, let's uh, let me turn off the air. Clock. <laughs> let's restart this. What? No. Sorry. <laughs> we'll just keep going. <laughs> anyway. So, hey, Matt and Mandy, welcome. What have you guys been up to? Uh, mostly just uh, working, working, working. A lot, lot of working. Yeah, it's like my life now is like work and laundry with a little podcast thrown in. <laughs> yeah, for, for I, I work early in the morning, or we both do, uh, at like 6 a.m., but... Uh, but for a year, they rescheduled me to New York time because somebody left, and I, I was shifted into that position, whatever. But it was on New York time, so it was 4 a.m. Oh, wow. So I was working 4 a.m. to 1 p.m., which made me kind of like a zombie because I'm not a morning person. And it, it's it's that thing where they always go, like, you anybody who is a morning person, they always go, like, no, you'll get used to it. And it's like, no, I'm not going to get used to it. Like, it's not like a, a you know, you either are one or you're not. I don't think that you're just like... I, I swear, every morning person thinks every person who's like a kind of a night person, they all think we're lazy. You got used to yeah, it to the yeah. point where like you were functioning. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I can any, function. Any, yeah. I can do it. There's a paycheck involved. I'm going to get it right. done. Anybody but, can adapt and, and do what you need to do to play the game. But you know, to, there to are make going money, to be but, sacrifices, right. and the main sacrifice was social life. Yeah, yeah. Was, I basically that? didn't see anybody. So I was going to sleep at 7 p.m. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was. It was. It was one of those things where you're just like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to be going to sleep. The sun is still out. The sun is still out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, well, I used to work night shift years and years. I mean, another lifetime ago, I worked the night shift at Seven Eleven, which was its own set of horror stories. Um, <laughs> I, but I, I worked um, the six p.m. to two a.m. shift when I was a, a, a blackjack and craps dealer. Oh wow! And wow. it was one of those things where it was like. Am I only meeting super creepy people because of my hours, or because it's Oklahoma? Uh, well, oh, shit. Second, I mean, Oklahoma. It, yeah. I think it was Actually, Oklahoma. some of the nicest people I, I know are from Oklahoma, but... But from they're not there Oklahoma. anymore, are they? No, they're not. And now she lives in Florida, which is like, what? They're, they're, refu- they're, 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 they're refugees. Move. That's refugees. a lateral move. <laughs> 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 it's 
it's, it's going ev- backwards. It's, everybody that the Twisters, you know, just came down and picked up and brought somebody. <laughs> well, anybody else. can adapt to anything. I mean, I uh, I got offered to work seven to four, and I'm like, shit, yeah, I'll, I want to I want to go in when there's nobody. Nobody. I mean, my my commute has no traffic anyway because I go through the country and up over a canyon, but. Um, but yeah, being able to leave at four and get home, you know, and especially once the stupid fucking time change happens again, being able to get home and seeing my, seeing my house in daylight, you know, is nice, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't give a crap about driving to work in the dark, you know, cause I'm going to work. Who cares? You know, if it's light out or not, but, but coming home and seeing a little bit of light, you actually feel like you still have a little bit of your life left. And even though I'm more of a night owl, like on weekends, we're out, like we didn't get home till 4am last night, but we, you know, being a night owl that on the weekends terrible. and stuff, but during the <laughs> <laughs> being out that late sounds yeah, terrible. Yeah, I'm like, God, you guys are you're, out past you're just, 10 p.m. You're just, think, you're just thinking about having to wake up at 5, though. You're, yeah. like, you're like getting yeah, it yeah. at 4 and having yeah, to wake yeah, up yeah. at 5? Yeah. I no, woke we, up at 4 this morning. We yeah. slept We slept till 12.30, so we were, we, we were up till an hour and a half for you See, guys. I don't know he does because, you know, I, I'm younger, but, you know, I can't. I'm like you. I, I just like going out past ten. Oh my god, no! I want to be home. It's, I want to be the old playing school, games or my computer. It's the old school goth. The vampire blood runs through my veins, so I can go out and unmaster the night and others such. I'm like an old phrases. person. I'm like a sixty year old, really. <laughs> I always wake up at seven a.m. without an alarm. We'll get you a Man, walker. Mandy's for your like that too. I, yeah. I, I think she woke up at seven a.m. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, it was my my big day to sleep in as late as I wanted. I'm like, well. 7.05, Well, I, I woke up to go to the bathroom and went back to bed, and then my phone rang, and I was on the phone with work for eight hours yesterday, so fun! Ooh. Why Why are you on the phone for I'm eight hours? I'm on call this month, and I, IT, and oh, printer problem, blah, blah, blah. Printer problems. The old printers are the scourge of the I, bane I, of my existence. <laughs> I, I'm sure... You know, putting myself in your shoes, like I'm, I'm sure it's terrible to be the IT person, but god damn it, I hate dealing with IT. There, it's the it's the <laughs> worst experience when. You, okay, it, it's it's like I, I use I use this for my job, which means I do, the things that I do I do every day. I don't do anything different. I never deviate from that, whatever. And it's always like. Well, what, what crazy did, thing did, what you, did do? you do? And it's like the same thing I've done every day for the past two years, <laughs> and, and just went, and, and the system is what messed up. And they're like, "You did something." And wrong. see, I'm, it's always you did something I'm wrong. It's only, like I know it just crashed. It just, I'm the I, I only Windows it. engineer I know who totally sympathizes with it's just not working. It, it's it, there's there's sure there's probably some weird crazy little minutia you know checkbox in a registry entry somewhere way down deep in the bowels of the thing but but for, for, by all of the appearances it's just it just went crossed its arm and said no like a t- like a you know pretentious child but uh but yeah i mean i'm one of those few it guys who actually can talk to people and say yeah i know that's crazy i know that sucks you know and i'm not like i'm not uh fallon on snl the it guy you know uh-huh, uh-huh yeah move you know i'm not that guy so <laughs> it, there, it, yeah there, there's always that thing of like did you try turning it on and you're like yeah. fuck off F- fuck off right now the give me basis, another guy the entire basis of the entire it crowd yeah. series so <laughs> Did great you turn series, it off and on man. again oh yeah great, great yeah anything by graham linehan is amazing yeah. i couldn't get into it Really? Yeah, I oh, tried like I, I got uh, like an episode and a half, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things that, of like, I mean, it's pure sitcom, and and you're like, so oh, yeah. it has to make you laugh, right, and right. you're like, eh, I'm just not. The one episode that makes us laugh, the one we keep going back to, is the one where they go. It's called Work Outing, where they all go 
to see a, 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 a West End play together, and it's gay, the musical, and they go, and... and um, I'm disabled! There's a whole bunch of disabled people there, and he, one the, the, the main guy pretends to be disabled so he can use one of, use the, the disabled toilet, and he winds up, like, pulling something that pulls an alarm, and everybody comes rushing in, and every, he's just on the floor, and there's a wheelchair, or there's no wheelchair, and he's just on the floor, and he's just like, what's wrong, are you okay? And he goes... I'm disabled. <laughs> and so they, you know, who's still, and he starts making up this elaborate story about somebody stealing that his was chair. Like a slapstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so cool. good. But anyway. We, uh, I, I just started showing Mandy Seinfeld. She'd never seen it before. I haven't so ever, I've never like, really watched more than a few episodes of Seinfeld. Well, it was one of those Amazon Flash deals where we got like the entire nine seasons for. 50 bucks or something so it was like it was like oh hey let's do that I, I was like oh you do you like Seinfeld I was like never seen it I was like okay that's that's gonna there's be your fun. answer get it and for yeah well I like you with with IT crowd I never could get in Seinfeld loved Jerry Seinfeld stand-up was a I'm big not fan. a fan of Jerry Seinfeld stand-up. yeah yeah and I, and I I was uh big into the 80s comedy boom and a lot of that stuff because I grew up you know I was watching glued to the TV my whole you know uh preteen and teenhood so loved Jerry Seinfeld stand-up and then when the series came out I was just like what is this I'm one of those things where it's a show based on four people who are kind of um, social misfits, and for me, my, for my for my money, not being for able my, to relate to somebody, you just view- want to slap everybody right. all the time. For my viewership, for my viewing pleasure, my social misfits need to be British. They, they they have to be a Basil Fawlty. Oh, see, I was, I was about to say I, a lot of people have trouble watching Fawlty Towers because they're like, right, right. See, now I'll, <laughs> I'll watch Fawlty Towers and and Black Books, and I love Maurice Moss on IT Crowd, and they have to be British in order for them to be able to. For me, in order for me to not want to pick up my TV and throw it out of the room, for them to be able to perpetrate. Well, everything's the, forgivable when you have that accent. Exactly. When you're just exactly like, oh, my point. Guys. If they're if they're going to be able to perpetrate that kind of bullshit on innocent people. And survive to the point of not being murdered by the end of the show, they have to be British. I think part of the issue, though, is that British people, the more frustrated they get, the thicker their accent gets, true. which is true about me as well. My southern <laughs> accent definitely gets thicker when I get more frustrated. Uh, uh, so so as they get more frustrated in both IT Crowd and Black Books, oh. it was just, it just became, uh, I was like, I, is, was that a punchline? I, I don't know That's what's going on That's why I can't anymore. watch extras. I don't understand, like... Yeah. I cannot See, understand extras, half I never have of what tr- he's I saying. I never have yeah. any trouble understanding anybody in extras. Extras, I recommend watching with subtitles because there's some there's oh, some extras oh, in there. Yeah. yeah, should yeah. probably do that. She'd have to look at the screen though, and not at her phone. Or oh yeah, yeah, while, yeah, while yeah, watching. yeah. We have a multi we have a multi viewer in this house as well. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. But sometimes uh, nothing's happening on the screen. But see, for <laughs> me, for me, with with the whole British thing and the thicker accent and blah blah blah, the more blustery, the more cantankerous a character gets, especially a British character, the better it is. Because the better it's like, I'm right, you're wrong, fuck you, this is my world, and that's the way Bernard Black and Faulty, Basil Faulty and, and Maurice Mossman, it's the way all those characters are. And as a child... Uh, I wanted to be that character. I wanted to be able to be my way or the highway to the point of where and and have complete immunity to get to perpetrate whatever I want on innocent bystanders. And wanted to be able to get away with it because as a kid I felt like I never was able to get away with anything. And Basil Fawlty <laughs> was able to asshole his way through any situation he ever wanted to and got away with it. And sometimes he'd win, Should sometimes have been he'd lose. Your accent. <laughs> well, darling. <laughs> what about, have you guys seen uh, Seinfeld's um, web? Series, the yes. Now that I really like the the two comedians get fast food or whatever it's called. Comedians uh, in cars getting coffee. Cars yes, yes, yes. I, yes, I think yes. I watched one and I was underwhelmed, and then like a 
a year and a half later or something like that. I was like, eh, I, I probably won't. Well, one of my big... A year and a half later, people were like, oh my god, this show. And I'm like, that show? That's the show you guys like? One one of my big... It was like like a a worse version of a podcast. It was a podcast that that wanted you to look at it and was edited down to 10 minutes or whatever. And you're like, I like podcasts because I don't have to look at them. And it's a whole conversation and you can see how it progresses. You know what I mean? And and I feel like you get deeper... Right, you're right. Yeah. Well, so that's it, the beauty. It, it, it's, I mean, it might as well, the show might as well be called Small Talk. Anyway. Right, right. The, the, the beauty <clears> about <throat> the podcast is the long format, and um, the, the, the latest uh, Nerdist with Kevin Smith and, the, and uh, uh, the three Nerdist guys was one of the best podcasts about podcasting that I've heard in a long time, and it really, I was telling Ash and, and, and Danny that um, that episode of, that, of Nerdist I mean, I was almost crying in the car because it, it was the, the, the re-emphasis of everything that Nerdist and and uh, uh, Greg Proops and and Kevin Smith and everybody has always said is go out and make your thing and and there, there was such a, a resurgence of that it made it had this feeling welling up inside of me that what we're doing is right and what we're doing is is a great is is good is what we're supposed to be doing. I, I've I've talked to my friend Ed Greer about this because he, he's he's very adamant the the stand up comic Ed Greer uh, he's he's very adamant about. Um, uh, stop being a consumer, you know, be a producer, or whatever. Yes. And, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I, what I don't think that he's seeing is that that is the mode that he's in right now. Mm. I think that for everybody, you go through uh, uh, cycles in your life mm. that at sometimes you don't want to be a consumer. If everybody was only a producer, the way I'm trying to to produce things, or whatever, like right. nobody, like there wouldn't be TV. Yeah, because I have so little time right. for TV. I, like I will watch like three episodes of a show and go, okay, I got it. I, I don't want to watch it anymore because. Yeah. I kind of get how that show is going, and I'm like, eh. That was uh, me in Breaking Bad. Saw the first episode, saw the last episode. I got the gist of it. I'm done. I don't need to spend, oh, no, you I don't need out, to spend five years watching it. I couldn't get that into does, it. No. That show's see, amazing. See, because her... Oh, I, I, for, I, I think I think for Mandy, when social misfits actually start murdering people, <laughs> then it's yeah, like, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, too, yeah. too much. Yeah. See, the great thing about Breaking Bad is watching him almost get caught and do all these get conniving. away with it again and, and again and not again. only that but every season he gets darker and darker and darker so the the story arc uh, it goes places it, it, it becomes it stays dynamic and, and it's interesting to watch his downfall and become an evil guy and by season 3 he's full on evil right but then he kind of comes back around to where he's just set it, he knows he's going to die so he sets up a, spoilers he knows he's going to die so he sets everything up to take care of his well, family well that's not a spoiler gone. I mean I think by episode 2 yeah is that two, the premise that, yeah. that's yeah, the premise, I, that's I, the premise. I, I was less I don't know. I, I got less interested in it as it went on. I think the the best thing for me about that show was the MacGyver aspects of it, mm. which is, okay, I'm in this fucked up situation yeah. that I could only get into because I made these terrible, terrible drug-related choices, <laughs> and now I'm going to have to use science <laughs> To, to get out of them and so every time that I was like oh this is this is exciting whatever <laughs> and then it was like oh and then this is going to get very dark and I'm going to be a t-. and it's like alright it's <laughs> it's interesting but at a certain point you get you do kind of get sick well of there's so actual, yeah. much media out that's so downtrodden and so depressing and so dour and so bleak I mean oh, I, it, I, it's, it, it's it's pervasive right now because we're in such a dark time kind of socio sociopolitically right now and have been for a long time that people flock toward 
depressing, bleak uh, media, um, and it's always been a thing. I mean, during war times, during the Depression, during I mean, uh, during times throughout history, people flock towards you know dour. But is depressing. it de- depressing or bleak, or just more hardcore? I think well, it's more. I think it's more the fact that. There's a different elements. You can't just uh, chalk it up to one thing. That's certainly an element. But another thing is, um, I think people, media is changing. Uh, similar to what happened in the 80s with pay-per-view now, TV has become the prime platform for drama. Mm-hmm, so that, mm-hmm. that attracts a lot Because nobody of, wants to go to the movies anymore. Yeah, that, that attracts nobody a lot of writers. Go, nobody wants to go listen to popcorn or uh, candy packets crinkle and kids cry and people basically... People, <laughs> people, people do this thing now where they all... Like the whole family, two people, two suburbanites and their brood, they take all their kids, they buy all this food and there's all this crinkling and crying and they'll... You know, a couple will go see a rated R movie and drag all their three, four, five-year-old yeah, kids to it. And, and it messes Don't it up for everybody people. else and it's become this thing where it's like, this isn't your living room, this is a movie theater, but that that's not a thing anymore. That's just like, that's well, no, why, I'm uh, here. I paid to be here so I can do whatever I want. I don't care about your experience. I only care about mine. That's why I watch movies in the morning. I'm, I'm the one person that wakes up at like 10 a.m. and I go watch like a Spider-Man movie by myself. We like to go early, too. Yeah, yeah. As, as early as possible. I went yeah. with a friend once, and I don't remember what the movie was, but it was a rated R movie. And like, something happened because it's a rated R movie, and this woman and her small children, she got up in a huff. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, I can't believe this. And it's like, Bitch, where do you think you are? Yeah, it's a rated R movie. Why did you bring your five-year-old and your your yeah. infant? Yeah, well, it's like when, when you see people walking out of horror movies when something grotesque happens, and you're like, <laughs> "You fucking bought the ticket to a horror." Like, well, what, but what are, but just doing? because a horror movie is rated R, there's different levels of horror. There's there's you know every, anything from something that's deeply disturbing and and and, and psychological that has a bunch of f bombs in it, going all the way up to to to. Uh, I, I uh, feel like it's personal responsibility. If torture you, porn. If if you have. Uh, very strong limits that are going to make you turn something off or, or, or walk out of a theater, I feel like you should be... Like, you, you should at least... Uh, do a little research and go like mm-hmm. how 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 deep is it you know how 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 bad is this movie going? I have to my one exception to that rule. I do agree with you to a certain degree, but I have that one exception. Avoiding Jurassic, spoilers. Jurassic Park: Lost World. <laughs> Man, that's, that's... I walked the fuck out when that dinosaur walked off. You really when that, hate that when, movie. that when that when that T Rex saw ran into that Japanese guy who ran away as if to be like, oh Godzilla. I'm like, fuck this. I'm out of here. Anyway, well, I mean, no, I want to go mean, down like, that rabbit hole again. No, see, and <laughs> but that's a different thing because you go into that going. Jurassic Park, right? And, Dinosaurs and, and, and then, attack, and then blah, blah, if blah. something's if something is exceptionally stupid, right. That's a completely different thing. Yep. You can't yep. you can't tell that going into it. I'm you know? sure they were Honestly, going. I think I'm sure they were reviews, going for homage. To me, it was just even gross. Re- even reviews. I don't think right. give you a good idea of what's going to seem stupid to you. Right? Oh no, no. no and they always have people review it where it's like, well. I hate horror movies, but here's my... It's like, then why are you the one right. reviewing, why are oh, reviewing totally. this? Right. It's like another stupid uh, giant robot movie. You're like, no, no, no. I want the reviewer who <laughs> likes a giant robot movie and is going to tell me whether this is a good giant robot movie. Right. Like once, right. Like, Everybody like, shit on Pacific Rim, and it's like, I love. I, fuck you. I, I want some. Right. I want somebody who goes. Pacific Rim is a lot of fun, kind of dumb, but uh, but big and loud and fun. And Transformers Two is big and loud and dumb and shitty. You yeah. Know what I mean, I want somebody exactly. who, can, who can give me that distinction. Exactly. I need a exactly. giant instead robot of, movie instead of Rex Reed who hates everything or Martin, Leonard Malton who only likes movies. That are family oriented. So. Yeah, I think I think we sometimes forget that we're, we're like hyper consumers in a way. We, mm. we, you know, I can tell just by watching a minute clip the tone of the movie if yeah. I'm going to like it or not. Yeah. Uh, I, immediately, I don't have to read a review. Or I'm anything so like much that, more but. excited now about something that they've been doing. Uh, 
uh, a, a lot because of YouTube is that instead of trailers, or, or in addition to trailers, really, uh, but I watch them instead of trailers usually, they're releasing, like, a one-minute clip oh, yeah. or a two-minute clip of this movie. I like that so much better because it gives you a good idea of the tone, like you right. said. Like, like, and you're like, okay, I know whether I'm going to enjoy myself while I'm watching that. And it doesn't show me every, like, a, a right. piece of every the movie from every five right. minutes where right. I'm, yeah, right. the same, here's yeah. the turn, here's the, the twist, At here's the, the whatever, time. and here's the, the, here's the line that the guy <laughs> says after he kills the bad guy, and you're like, I don't want that! That's yeah. what I miss about late night talk show appointment viewing, was you always got a movie clip. You mm. always got a minute clip on Carson, or on Letterman, or on, in those days, and, and I don't watch any of those shows anymore, because that whole mean, that whole thing has changed. Um... But so I miss getting a clip. I miss. I mean, mm-hmm. occasionally on, we'll watch Craig Ferguson if somebody interesting is on, and we'll get a clip of a movie, and you actually see a clip, and it'll be from a scene instead of let's put all the plot points and spoil everything in the trailer. If yeah. if you if you look on YouTube though, like there are a lot of uh, a lot of YouTube channels that collate them. Oh yeah, uh, but they're they're. Um, uh, there are a lot of like thirty second TV spots, which are the things that are like like not the not the the thirty second like commercial, but like just this like thirty second clip, and you're like, oh, that's the one that they're showing on some talk show. I don't know which one, but I don't have to because I can just watch the clip. I don't know why, but I am not as much of a YouTuber as I think I should be or think I normally would be in relation to everything that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I mostly use YouTube when, wow, I really want to watch that one music video or, wow, I really want to, um, you know, see one certain specific thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not a general Helen browser. Helen Mirren's boobs? A gener- huh? Helen Mirren's boobs? Sure. Um, I'm not a general browser of YouTube, and I know a lot of people. Excalibur hashtag Helen. (laughs) I've got the DVD, but I I know a lot of people. A lot of people, um, and most of them seem to be younger than me. Maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's just me personally, but I'm not sure. But but I know so many people who go down the YouTube rabbit hole all the time and just and just browse YouTube. Never. No. YouTube's See, like, I don't, uh, what's the name of that song at the end credits of this movie? <laughs> and it's like, okay, I found that I'm done. Bye. Exactly, exactly. I go yeah. to YouTube as a, I use YouTube as a reference, and like like Wikipedia or like anything well, else. I'll I make I'll make an argument for YouTube. I think sure, you know, sure. The, there's a lot of uh, like streaming sites out there. There's Vimeo. There's uh, a bunch of them. I can't name them all, but. Uh, for me, like the reviewers that I follow, they have their channels on YouTube, and uh, I, I go. I mainly go there. I follow like three, three or four shows where I consume news and movie news and stuff like that. So I use it for that. And uh, I mean, we might start creating uh, YouTube content in the future. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with not using YouTube. It's no, no, yeah, I know. It's just, just like, and I've just always thought it. Everybody says, "Hey, did you see this thing on YouTube?" No. Did you see this thing on YouTube? No. If somebody yeah. posts a link to something on YouTube on Facebook that I'm interested in, I will go watch it. But 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 it, sometimes it's a movie trailer. But like I said, it's like I like like you said. If I want to know what song that is at the end of that movie, I'll go and try and find it. One or, thing I've noticed is that uh, for the really young people, I'm talking like teenagers, like you know, tar- MTV target audience people. They have all these shows now that are daily They watch shows. it on YouTube all the like, time. Like uh, the reaction shows yeah. where they have all these celebrities yeah. respond to YouTube and like meme videos. Right, and- right. Yeah, Trevor, I mean, he's on YouTube all day, every day, all the time. And that's his thing. And it's like, okay. It's the new MTV, man. Right, yeah, that's yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah I yeah. guess. Well, MTV's so bad now. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. There needs to be a new MTV. I wanted to go back to one thing we were talking about earlier. Um, you were talking about uh, Jerry Seinfeld's uh, web series. And um, 
for me, I, one of my big linchpins of things that I love and, and gravitate toward is comedians sitting around talking about comedy. And they do touch on that a bit in there. There was a TV, there was that, an a, HBO gets... special with uh, 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 Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, um, Louis C.K. And, and Ricky Gervais. And Ricky Gervais. And yeah. but there was a there was a woman in there too. I thought there nope. was a, no, it was just the four of them. Okay. Anyway, but they were sitting around talking about stand up for an hour and a half. Maybe and I just, just woman blind. I ate <laughs> that up like with a I, spoon. I, I think it was just the four. The yeah. other show that that I got was Paul Prevent the Green Room with Paul Prevent, and I, I was liked, so I liked that show. Sad that it only went two seasons, and I know they've been looking for another place to do that. Continue I, doing I've that always show. liked Paul Provenza a lot. Well, yeah, Very I've always liked guy. Showbiz Talk. That's what I used to love about Carson mm-hmm. uh, Rickles and and all these comedians, Bob Hope and blah 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 blah. It was good growing up. At the end of the seventies to see these guys while they were still alive. Hell, I I watched Groucho Marx on Mike Mike Douglas in the afternoon after school one day, and and it happened that day. And being able to have that and and consume that that to me is one of the greatest things ever. And yeah. I get a little bit of that out of Seinfeld. It's much more than just about that. It's it's much more of a shortened little edited piece. I like, like it a said. lot. I like creative people talking about about how they create things. But at a certain point. Uh, comedians specifically talking about comedy does get does feel a little cannibalistic. Like like it eventually is like okay, but you you could just be being funny right now. <laughs> right, right. But I also like I like comedians riffing. I like I oh, like yeah. hearing them riff. I like being around, like being at the meltdown, you know, and 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 going to a show and then hanging out afterwards. A lot of the comedians will hang out and just sit around and shoot the shit for an hour, and it's great being around that energy. I like being in the middle. Well, watching of that. watching the TV show when when they cut back to the. Uh, uh, the backstage and, and seeing their interactions. That's really yes, interesting. that's oh, one of my favorite TV, parts of the Meltdown the TV series. Show yet. How, yeah, what you, is it like? It's so it's like good. half hour. Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's a half, a half hour. hour. Yeah. It's on after midnight. After at midnight on so Wednesdays. They, do they only show like uh, two minutes of each? Comic they show the interesting thing about the show is they show you all these comedians backstage, but only like three or four perform. So you don't know who's going to take the stage. Well, what they, they they shot a lot of them in several night chunks. Oh, it sounds a lot like then um, uh, the John Oliver. Uh, New York, kind of, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah but yeah. this where, is where they show, basically they, they come out. Jonah and Kamel do their their banter, and then they'll cut to backstage and stuff going on in the green room, and Emily talking to people, and yeah. then they'll go back, and then they'll show the first act, and they'll do, show a good two three minute chunk of their act, and then they'll go back to some off stage stuff. And it's not just uh, comic and mic; a lot of it's uh, 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 bits, a lot of it's like uh, performance bits. One guy was being Sheriff Nottingham, and they had another guy coming out being like acting like he was going to throw up backstage before he went on stage, and then he went out and started doing his thing, and I don't know what to do about stand-up comedy, and then he just starts doing this whole performance bit where he runs outside to a taco truck out front, and like, give me a burrito, and he goes, and he goes, and oh, let's look, it's my wife, she's in labor, and he goes out and he lifts up a, lifts up her skirt and gets spattered with blood and pulls out of, oh, it's a burrito, and he takes a bite, and that's the end of the bit, and you're just like... Uh, that and it's terrible. It was really that funny. Legitimately it terrible. was really funny, but it, it, that sounds like the type of thing that if you were in the audience, you'd be like, "God damn it, I can't get my money back." Right? <laughs> like every time I've gone to see the Walsh Brothers live, it's I, I've either had to see somebody naked or sit through like uh, a two minute. Uh, awkward pause because this idea of like we're so funny we don't have to prepare at all. That's why you know, the, the, <laughs> and, and it's like we're yeah. just gonna we're just gonna see what comes to us, and they're just up there, and it's the exact same as watching some fucking high school kids that don't know what they're doing. Right. It's like yeah. you obviously 
like, like, don't, don't, don't go up there with no. Well, like the Sc- Sklar brothers are great because they 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 write their bits together and they do this back and forth oh, interaction yeah. that seems like it's completely improvised and seem like it's just a conversation they're having, but it's a. But bit, that's the thing is like, like when you see somebody go up and do uh, a lot of people when they go up and do uh, an open mic for the first time mm-hmm. and they have that mistaken impression that they comedians just are it. just making stuff up as they go and it's like well that no takes they, they wrote it they wrote practice. a ton and then they just seem like they're that's why you like, like, so like they go up there and they're like, uh, my girl. Well, your hat's, lame. your hat's yeah. blue. Wow. Hey, where'd uh, you get that blue hat? Oh, you know, it's Ed, like, yeah. See now, like Eddie Izzard. Yes, a lot of his stuff is improvised on the cut, but he comes up with it. He has a he has a set list of topics that he's going to cover and certain things that he has material that he's worked. It's out like for a each good thing, jazz musician, but then he layers it on top. Yes, he's yeah. like a jazz musician. And I'm sure musician. once you've been a professional for that long, right? Like right. you're going mean, to be much better well, than Matt. You've but, done you've done stand up. I mean, <laughs> are you still actively? Uh, the the time thing was uh, has really killed it. Now that a lot of stand up shows don't start before six yeah, p.m. So yeah. Now, now that now that they just put me back on the now that you're on the New York schedule. Now that I'm on the I'm back I'm back to the regular L.A. schedule again. Okay. I'm going to uh, uh, to try and uh, figure out a time when I can do it. The, the the deal is that like that screenwriting is my passion. So if you only have time. For, you know what I mean for for one thing for one thing to really devote your energy to that's what I'm doing right yeah, now yeah. so you're a screenwriter first and right exactly because I've seen because yeah. I've seen you do stand up at at the open mic at Meltdown I saw you once I think oh I I, it was I always considered ago. that open mic the open mic and this is the problem with open mics in LA is that like any that have like a, a decent uh, a decent sized audience it's it's so much of it is like, a, oh, here's going to be the test run for whether we book you on our show, or whatever. And it's like, it, it doesn't give you any leeway to just try out crazy shit, right? Like, right. So, you know what I mean? Like, instead you, of working you out, something, it's more d- like a bring along, right? Kind of like, thing. like, like I, uh, I would go up to to that open mic and I would do something and it would work and it would get a good laugh and I was like, okay, that works. And here, like, and I could tell what didn't work about it. Or you know, like, and, or I thought of a better tag. Because you were using like it for workshopping, and I would shopping. just, I would just fix it, whatever. And then sometimes I would go and go like, okay, I thought of this thing that's not me at all, and this is not what I do. Because uh, I, I figured out my uh, stand-up comedy style, which is basically, it's the same as I am on a podcast, which is I'm going to make an argument. That's I'm you going in to tr- life. In, in life, that's yes, nonstop with you. Yes, I'm going to make an <laughs> argument that you're going to start out completely disagreeing with me. And I'm going to get you to kind of come around to my side, and there's going to be jokes along the way. And that's basically my style. But occasionally I would think of something that I was like, this is really funny to me. It doesn't really fit with that. It would always bomb, but it was something that I needed to just see you needed what to, people... You needed to put it out there I and see what the reaction I needed to see if anybody was, right? else would... Like, you know, yeah, kind and, of and occasionally you think of something that you're like, this is a horribly offensive thought, but I kind of feel like it's... Like, I want to see if other people... Kind yeah, of, who yeah. we're talking, we're talking about. Bill, you ever notice? We were oh, talking yeah. about well, Bill Burr. And Bill Burr. Bill that, Burr yeah. does the same thing with that same style, where he starts off with a completely unacceptable premise, and then through jokes, he tries that you may not agree with him at the end, but at least you're going to be laughing about it by the that's end. That's interesting. I, I never thought of that. Yeah, before. that's that. I, that is his style. So if Sorry, I can ask you, what, what do you, what, uh, what do you, uh, what do you write about, man? What, what kind of do you have scripts? Oh, are they uh, are they mostly comedy scripts or no? Like uh, I, I just wrote my first. Comedy. I just wrote my first. Uh, it was it was a rom com, uh, and it's 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 not the first time I tried. I tried once before. And what is Hugh Grant doing these days? By the way, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I 
<laughs> I, I guess my the first couple things uh, is is mostly genre stuff. Like like I wrote a uh, uh, a pilot for a one hour superhero action show that could never be made because it would cost fifty million dollars <laughs> to make this one hour of television. Um, uh, but it was one of those swing for the fences thing. Like just write something that people will enjoy reading. That'll be sure. different. Uh, That's a really good exercise, man. Writing, yeah. writing pilots for TV uh, and. Really let me see. Uh, um, I wrote a horror movie called uh, Roaches 3D, which is exactly what it sounds like. No log line necessary. Nice. Uh, it's, uh, but it's it's kind like of campy, Joe's trippersy, apartment. fun. Joe's, uh, Joe's apartment meets Piranha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds, I would watch that. It's it's and it's they fair. fly. They fly. It's fair. It's got a real. I feel like it's got a real uh, sort of Lake Placid uh, oh, sense of humor to get it. Get Betty White cursing but, in it. But then, but wow. then, but then like uh, Betty White in anything. Horrific death. Nice. You know what? There totally is a role for Betty White. Totally. If There's she can, always a role for if, Betty White. If she can just hold on. For a couple more years <laughs> until I make it. Call Roger Corman. Roger and I'm Corman sure, might I'm make sure the they've movie. probably done this on Conan, but I would love to do like. like she's she's doing so well. She doesn't oh, need the money though because no. she won the the Golden Girls yeah, con team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I would like. <laughs> she's the last one, the lone survivor, the last gold. She got all the gold. She right? got all the gold. <laughs> See, I would, what I would like to do for a sketch idea for Betty White would be to do a recurring sk- series of sketches of porn parodies with Betty White. No nudity, no nothing, safe for TV, but just Betty White. Yeah, you, in, you lost me at no nudity. Betty White in porn, <laughs> porn, porn scenarios, you know, the plumber, the this, the that, you know. Or Betty White shows up, she is the plumber, or she is the pool boy, or whatever, you know. That, I think that would be great. For some reason, whenever I think granny porn, I think there's something about Mary. There's a very disturbing yeah, scene yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that was all prosthetics, though. I know, but um, and that just shocked me so much. So you guys had a podcast and ha- uh, called uh, uh, "What Was I Talking About?" What were we? What talking were we about? talking yeah. about? Yeah, right. uh, the the name came about it, basically the idea uh, uh, the idea behind it was we were going to talk about a different pop culture thing, whatever the guests wanted to talk about. Exactly, that's um, what we do. And so we we uh, the conversation would derail from that as <laughs> yeah. every conversation I ever like have in my life do. <laughs> does to where we're on like the tangent of a tangent of a tangent and at a certain point in every co- I realize just in every conversation I have in my life at a certain point I go wait what were we talking about because I, I completely have lost the thread yeah. and at some point I think in every episode if you go back and listen to it I think in every episode I actually say it Completely unintentionally, <laughs> but like uh, some of the guests are like, ah, you, I see what you did. And I'm like, uh, I, I wasn't. I honestly thing. wasn't doing it. Like it's not. It's 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 just. I honestly don't know where. So I how long of a run of a run did you guys? We have? did 25 episodes. Uh, I I just uh, there were there were a couple things. One was that I found having to. Uh, book and edit and do all the mm. stuff together. Whatever. It was a big ordeal. Mm. Like. I mean, you know, like stand-up or, the, you know what I mean? Like, once again, it was, okay, well, where, if I've only got so much time and so much energy, where right. do I need to focus it? Right. And the other was that we kind of had a built-in audience cap uh, or to a certain extent because, like, even among friends that were really getting into it and liking this show, like, it would be like, oh, and in this episode we talk about... Um, Game of Thrones, whatever, right. and somebody would be like, "Oh, I haven't seen that yet, so I can't listen to that episode." Or, or you know, or or like, "Oh, uh, uh, or or I hate that TV show, so I'm not going to bother listening to that." Yeah. So a lot of it, like having both the subject and the guest, it kind of screwed us in a way. Even if you don't like something, you can still hear a conversation about it, or 
you know that the, the, with the podcast format, the conversation is never going to stick to one topic unless you have a total, like almost scripted or to- yeah. or bullet point topic type of thing. Yeah, it's never going to stick to exactly what you. It's going to meander, and that's we, the I beauty of this. I think we held on too. for a while on the on the likability of Mandy because I remember a long time ago. Yeah, well, Mandy is very likable. <laughs> I try. I uh, love the, your new haircut, by the way. Thank you. It's very cool. Uh, the other, the other thing. <laughs> you guys were totes adorbs at that wedding. Can I use that picture for the podcast uh, for the blog post? Oh, sure. The wedding picture from. Uh, yeah. Unless you have one. No, you it prefer wasn't technically better. not a wedding. It was not. Oh, no, wasn't. Oh, it looked like a wedding. It was, it was a, 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 bo- a party my boss was throwing. Oh well, so, of course. But you guys look great. You guys were all dressed up, and then the pinkest party. It ever. did look like strawberry shortcake was getting. Married. Our daughter was like, "Hey, who's the hot guy?" And, and Danny says, "Back off. He's he's my age." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I am an old so, man. So 13-year-olds, they, you're, you're in with 13-year-olds. Danny and Matt both look amazingly young. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you were talking earlier uh, before we started about a new podcast that you guys, a concept for we, a new podcast. Yeah, we, uh, um, I, I, I wanted to do a podcast that was less focused. I mean, I, that one would get unfocused, but I wanted to do one that was that, that didn't purport to be specifically focused. Uh, and it just sort of tackled everything in general, because I find that if I'm not going to have time to do stand-up, because it's very specific to the hour, and I, I never really thought... Uh, like, stand-up for me, like, like uh, there was only so far I could go with it professionally, because I don't want to tour. Mm-hmm. I don't fly well. Like I have uh, like some sort of physical sinus thing, whatever that like makes flying torture for me. I, I don't fly well. I don't really want to like I I I want to get a job comedy writing. Don't want to get a job doing like actually doing stand up professionally. So uh, if I'm not going to do stand up though, I, I have to find some uh, uh, conduit to get out the the. The opinions that I have because I disagree with everybody about everything, <laughs> uh, and so so I'm I'm talking with. I only a, let him yell things at me so long. Uh, so the grumblers. We're, podcast. we're talking. We're, we're talking with a couple comedian friends of ours about about uh, getting this off the ground, so that multiple people can yell angry things at me. Right, and the other thing we want to do is something that I enjoy in podcasts, and I've just found that that uh, uh, other people. Uh, uh, do as well. It seems to be um, uh, more popular if you have segments, mm. and uh, there's something about splitting it up like feels familiar. Whatever, mm. also, and also I think gives stopping points for like, oh, I'm on my commute or the gym or whatever. Right, um, right. Uh, kind of like um, Smodcast kind of does that, and and the Ralph and the uh, Babylon, yeah, 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 Babylon. Yeah, really, so it's got really, a lot of. They even have ones. bumpers and music, and I never wanted to get. Yeah, that it's probably the best podcast for me to listen to during work because my work is half writing and half. So you have to stop. I, yeah, I, when I I'm writing, write. I can't hear words. Like, uh, like yeah. the only music I can listen to is either movie music or I listen to a lot of like. Ramstein and Vizzo, like like if if they're not singing in English, it's all it's it might as well not be work. Right, it's just background music. Because right? I I'm not. Going I listen to a lot of trip hop at work because there's a lot of it that's instrumental. Well, I'd fall asleep to that. I think. All, all of Ramstein's songs sound like so. You know, it's like you're listening to the same song over and over. It's oh yeah, you find you find a like three hour fan made best of on on YouTube where you're like three. Did you just? 
did you just put all the albums on this? Like, like it can't all be best of. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like, and then you just then you, you're you, not a fan. Yeah. Uh, but then you go back and look, and you're like, oh my god, I've been listening to this for ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is great. Well, I've been going and listening to, even though I have whole albums on on the two iPods that I carry with me everywhere. Sometimes like I'll, Courtney Love like live through this. Yeah, well, maybe well, whole albums even. Well, no. <laughs> yes, that's a good album. But it thing. is that, actually, is, that is an underrated. The, album. It's one of the best albums Kurt Cobain ever wrote. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then she made another one. One of the best Billy albums Corden Billy Corgan ever wrote. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, we help, were just we were just talking help about this or help or no help. It's those good are, shit. Those are both good, <laughs> excellent albums. albums. Yeah. People shit on Courtney Love and Hole all the time. It's good music. It's just good music. People shit. Well, no, she, no, no, she, she pays for people to do shit that. on her. Yeah. <laughs> people shit in her hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey now. Uh, but um, earning that explicit tag, <laughs> we. Uh, uh, but I, I was trying to come up with like, all right, well, how are we going to segment this out? And like, obviously, you know, going through the things in the news and just spouting off about that is mm. an obvious one. But I came up with this game, and it's it's been an obsession. Being labeled of mine. explicit is so exciting to me because I'm like, I can say fuck. You can, say, can fuck. say fuck, Mandy. Say fuck. Fuck. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, fuck, I know fuck, I said fuck, bitch fuck. earlier, but I'm like, I what's a big not, fucking deal, bitch? I need to not <laughs> say fuck. But now I always I like it when girls with cute voices say, you know, <laughs> bad things. It's I amazing. love swearing. Yay, swearing! <laughs> I hate when kids are around and they're like, oh, you can't say that. From like, I'm like, your kids too. I think. Yeah, I don't think it <laughs> understands. My my brother. We just visited my brother and and met my nephew for the first time. And you're like, and he's uh, like uh, one and a half or two. Or whatever. What the? And we're just cursing. And they're like, we try not. And it's like, really. Like, really, matter? really, you're not you're, you're not living also, in the world. You're, sure you're gonna try hit, and keep your kid in this little bubble. I heard you say yeah. fuck like four times before, like <laughs> in the same conversation. I think I've said this before, and maybe I haven't on the podcast. But my ex-wife and I, my baby mama and I, um, we when we were we found out we were pregnant, we and, and even years before. Can I stop you? You're not allowed to say the word baby mama on this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's my podcast, fuck one. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, we, we, we always said, look, we both cuss like sailors. There's no way in fucking shit we're going to be able to keep our, you know, from swearing around this kid. So we did the smart thing. When he was old enough, we started writing down words and, and, and words that he's heard and words that he knew and blah, 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 and, and started going through what they mean and what this, and always taught him the proper time, manner, and place of when to use them. For a long time, I felt I, I I mean, obviously, going through school and having religious parents and grandparents yeah, and stuff too. like that, uh, I had that whole code switching thing where I could turn it off and I wouldn't accidentally swear or whatever. Mm-hmm. At this point, I've been an adult for so long. I never see my family because they live in different states. Uh, and at work, we all can curse. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, it's yeah. not oh, like yeah. it's not like a. a it's with, a pretty. It's a pretty loose environment. We work with programmers, way. so there's it's cursing and, and plenty. And <laughs> I'm I'm certain that I curse more than anybody else. Probably, at work yeah. Now. And I'm like, I, I, maybe I should be careful with that in case new people come into the environment. And, and <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, at the well, end of the day, though. I mean, I, I don't really. I, my my philosophy. They're just words, man. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. They're just symbols, and we ascribe value to them, and. Uh, you know, you only let them affect you as much as you let them affect you. You know, it's like I think we're moving in a we're, a certain segment of us are moving in a direction where where we're no. I mean, I mean, things that are important to be offended about, like racism, sexism, ageism, things like that. That is something to be justifiably offended about. Right. But but things like curse words and uh, certain other thoughts and ideas and blah blah blah. It's just like really. Well, you're there's a grown there's, up. there's also this thing. I mean, it's like. 
if you say fuck in front of a kid, it's just a word. Yeah. If you start talking about fucking, then you've crossed a line. Like, yeah. there exactly. actually is exactly. a context yeah. that yeah, makes yeah, a yes. difference. Yes. And the problem is that most of the people that do the policing of this stuff do not care about context. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Well, then that's the... Yeah, exactly. They don't... It's just the word itself. And it, it's like... Well, it's like the rules... Like, it's, like, it's, it's, like taking, it's like taking the word nigger out of Mark Twain. You're like, there is a context yes. for this. You know, this is a historical context. You know what I mean? Like, like... Saying that people wouldn't say that is kind of ridiculous. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, or, or or somebody saying that about Django, right. yeah, you know, which was, was even made recently. You know, like, it's a movie about racism. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Exactly. Are you, right. You're like, Roots. it's a movie about Roots. racism. Roots. Yeah. Go back and watch the series Roots, and on TV they, you know, n-word this, you know, sla- it was slavery times. It was it was contextual to the time period and what was going on, and it was a story about those people. And Alex Haley, the Black author who wrote that book, he put that. That it was Arthur. Ellis. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of people, mainly conservatives, they want to censor um, everything. History. They want to censor history, yeah, and censor that's history and that's disingenuous. That's, that's well, you know a, one of the reasons. But the the reason why a lot of them want to censor history has to do with socioeconomic stuff. Now they want to make people forget about what's happened in the past, so they continue fucking people mm. now. But that's a different thing completely. You know what's interesting is in pop culture, you have a couple examples of. Sort of going the other way uh, in both Deadwood mm. and uh, one of my favorite guilty pleasure shows, uh, Spartacus. Mm. At least uh, I mean, the first season. I, the first two seasons. Before until the guy died. Until yeah. they replaced him. Yeah. Right. When he died and they replaced him, it was like, I, I just can't watch this anymore. Jupiter's like, cock! It's, it, it's nothing they did. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Maybe it was great for the rest of the. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maybe it was great writing and directing, whatever, but I was like, as soon as I. I watched like one episode with the new guy, and I'm like, he's not that guy. Like this is no, not. Yeah. It doesn't work. That show's my, amazing. My, I love that show. The my first two lizard seasons. brain loves first season of Spartacus. Lucy Lawless. Yeah. The second season uh, is so cool, though. Yeah, like, yeah. like the the. I thought I wouldn't like it without I him. Get into it. But the second season, like having a completely different story, whatever, that was really interesting too. I liked uh, the character of Gannicus a lot. It was, it was really interesting, but. In both of those shows, uh, that and Deadwood, they change the language because obviously they're speaking English in like they change it to English in Spartacus because we are all we all speak English, right? Like, we don't with speak the people Latin, that create right? and are listening to it, whatever. And so they said, okay, well, look, we want to represent that they are using common vulgar language, so they'll say things like Jupiter's cock and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Well, and, and in and in, uh, <laughs> in Deadwood, they're like, okay, well, they said things like sap sucker and stuff like that and, and yellow belly whatever like they, they've talked about this in interviews how like these were the swear words of the time right. but if they said them now they'd sound so silly right. and outdated and they're like okay well they need to sound like what they so were so they would combine them is, with they, co- were, they were the cocksucking motherfucker of the day so now on Deadwood like on Deadwood they all constantly said cocksucker it was like like it, that was the big one and then you know but you heard a lot of, like motherfucker right and, cocksucker you know, cocksucker was, was the big one and I, I felt I felt like I was it was really entertaining I was always aware that this was you know like um, someone's creative vision of what really happened in Roman times or whatever but it was really entertaining watching them I uh, think the most important speak, like, thing is people. that if you're consistent with your own logic of the show, you know right. what I mean. Yeah. Like, I think that's the most important. thing. Well, you set up a tone and you that's stick true. to it. Exactly. As long as you don't deviate too much, unless that's where you're going. If you're going in an arc to deviate for away from, you're 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 representing a tone shift as part of your story. Mm-hmm. Fine, but if you're starting with one thing, stick to it, and that's good. The, yeah, the, my problem with Deadwood is just the abrupt <laughs> stop. 
and they never finished it. My, oh, that sucks. That happens I, a lot. I, I fell off after <clears throat> the first season, and yeah, I always yeah. thought I'd get back to yeah, it. Yeah, me too, and then Because it was I, gone. Didn't, I stopped having HBO, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'll get back to Kinda that. Like, and then it got canceled, and I was like, oh, am I going to just be let down? And everybody was like, yes. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like, well, yeah, but a lot of HBO series do that. Um, a lot of them lately haven't as much, well, but a lot of them do that. But like, like Six Feet Under, the first se- series, of, first season of Six Feet Under, some of the best television ever made. Then the second season, they just take all the characters and bring out these horrible, ugly, unlikable traits in every single major character and stop talking to dead people. It wasn't Six Feet Under anymore. Mm. And then Alan Ball left and it was just like, third by third season, people are getting kidnapped and shit. And it's like, now it's a soap opera. But then apparently I never watched it. Apparently when Alan Ball came back to do the final sixth season, mm. it was brilliant again. But who but takes who takes was, a trophy right. uh, as far as uh, you know, uh, canceling shows? Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Fox did that hilarious thing when the X-Files was mm. lightning in a bottle, and they're like, oh, we need our next lightning in a bottle. And they put a show on for, like, six episodes and go, uh, it's not a huge hit. Next. No, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and so yeah. there was, like, there was this huge, I mean. I, Firefly. Maybe it was maybe three years. I'm not even sure. But it was, like, they would play on Friday. Uh, it would be X Files and the other sci-fi. Yeah, whatever show. the other sci-fi and show was. They burned through so many shows, and my favorite of which was Brimstone. Mm-hmm. That was a great show, man. Which so few people have heard of, whatever, show. and you can't find. And you're like, at least put motherfucker on DVD. <laughs> they had 13 episodes, but like, uh, if you haven't seen it, there was this really cool show. Uh, it's basically Spawn, kind of as a TV. The show. guy gets brought back to life to right, handle. It's a like- cop who dies. And he goes to hell because like because Spawn? it's it's very much like Spawn. He okay. he 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 murdered his wife's rapist, oh. and then he go and like he dies. You he, like you do, he dies in an in like, like I would do. He dies very shortly after, and because he's got this uh, uh, murder it's on kind, his, kind of Catholic rules, I guess. Right, murder on right. his soul. So right, it's like yeah, he's got mur- murder on his soul. Yes, it's kind of like the Spawn. Oh my god! So that's amazing. <laughs> the devil Crow's brings fun. him back. Uh, the devil enlists him because he's kind of a good guy and a good cop anyway, and he's like, okay, well, I can trust this guy. I can't trust any of these other horrible We could be writing that fanfic. We could be writing. Hey, Crow Spawn playing playing this Saturday at Bar Sinister in Hollywood. We could also do slash fiction of that. Oh my, yeah, Crow Spawn up to obvious, obviously Crow and Spawn slash fic. Yeah, Eric Eric Draven is the bottom, right? Yeah, who knows? Definitely, who knows where that who knows where that Crow's gonna get. <laughs> have you guys have you guys read the uh, the uh, the Glenn Danzig uh, Henry Rollins fan fiction? Thing? Is it called Momo? No. Where they're like a couple, they're like a couple, and there's oh my god, there's books and stories. Glenn Danzig they're just, and who? And Henry Rollins? They're yeah. just angry, angry <laughs> grunting. They, just, they fight <laughs> all the time, and then they cuddle and make sweet love. <laughs> It's a, it's oh my God! Movie. Henry Rollins is gonna come up to us and kick our ass someday. No, I totally get that. No. I, 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 I totally understand Henry what Rollins the feel of that is. Like automatic. It's so funny. Usually, not 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 a big fan of uh, the of fan fiction. I might have to check that out. Yeah, you're gonna go check it out. Yeah, there's plenty of books for you. I totally would watch that show. I told you to get more mayonnaise. Oh, shut up here and love me. Come over here and love me. <laughs> Who would be the power bottom in that relationship? God, they'd be both tough. be switches. Yeah, they, they would, they'd they both would, switch. Yeah. In my mind. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of cocksucker, can we take a detour? Uh, what do you guys think of what do, what do you guys think of uh, uh, when Alec Baldwin called the guy a cocksucking fathead, whatever, and everybody was getting on his shit about like, oh, that's a um, 
uh, a gay slur. That's or whatever. a gay slur, and I was like. Mm. I don't think that cocksucker is a gay <laughs> slur. I don't think when people say cocksucker, they mean you are a person who sucks cock. They just mean, but, like, son of a bitch. They don't mean, I don't like your yeah. mother. And when they say Again, motherfucker, the they don't mean you have sex with your mother. We go back it's to just the context, a, It's yeah. just, it kind of develops like as asshole. a word. It's like asshole. I don't think you pass Douchebag. So we we don't have home. any negative feelings about uh, the appliance for cleaning vagina. Other, other than that, they're <laughs> healthily not that great for you. But, anyway... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a matter of context, like you were talking about. It depends on the context. And what media does, since, you know, they're vultures now, every every media source, they, they prey on, on whatever someone said and they take it out of context to make, like, a news bit, you know? Mandy, I, I see a thought brewing. Do they yeah, not think girls suck cock? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've known many who don't. That's true. That's tr- yeah, that's very true. I don't really talk to them <clears throat> anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. It, it just it seemed so strange to me that like everybody just jumped on board that and it, it was like, oh, I'm actually watching political correctness run rampant like in front. Mm. I'm seeing the moment that yeah. this happens yeah. because like no matter what, like like the way that I explain why I don't like political correctness to people is like whatever word I'm, I'm like, tell me what the word is that's that's correct now. Like, tell me the word that's OK to say it now. And tell me, I, whatever they over. say, it's like, OK. In three in years, years. We, if you say that word, somebody will be horribly offended. Yes. And you, why? Yeah. Oh, it's just because whatever it is, mm. they just still want to be offended. Right. They, they want exactly. to be able They're to keep the policing going. To be offended. Because, because it's a power there's trip. nothing inherently bad about trip. any word that wasn't created. Like in the case like like in the case of retarded, it it, it is a word. It means mm-hmm. slow. You know what I mean? Like like it's like, it wasn't created to, to refer... Like, if you called uh, a person who was mentally handicapped, if you called them dummy or idiot or something, you know, it would all, that would be equally offensive to them. Yeah. Like, it's <clears throat> the context, exactly. you know right. what I mean? But right. if, if I want to call my friend retarded or idiot or dummy, whatever, it doesn't matter. I, I have never in my life used the word retarded to refer to people who had a legitimate mental... Right, nor, would, nor would I call them a dummy or an idiot no, or, or, or something like that. But if I want to call Mandy retarded or dummy, or previous oh my gosh oh, <laughs> I don't like that no but if I wanted to say something is is stupid I don't feel bad about that so let me ask you questions do you think um, but if I called somebody that that had an issue with you know what I mean like like that would be insulting that would I try be not offensive. to use the word because I know that people with mental mental uh, you know mental issues um, of that regard, find that word offensive. So, therefore, but I know plenty of little people who refer to themselves as midgets. Like, but, but, friends. Right, but do they do they consider that word uh, uh, offensive because they were told to start considering exactly. it offensive? Exactly. Because that's that's what is going on with political correctness. Right. Is that is that we will... It, Are you it, legitimately it offended at a root level? This or word is, it, is the offensive told? word right. and then we all sort of start I to work, agree. Like, most of my coworkers are gay guys, and like I get called a faggot by them, like at least once a day. Well, to be fair, you're kind of a faggot. <laughs> and it's like, and I call them cunts, and it's like, and a cocksucker. You're this is this, this, this is a huge problem, I think, with uh, with media nowadays, because uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm not, I don't want to defend Mel Gibson. Uh, those tapes, mm. but I mean that happened in his. But home. that bitch had it coming. Now and the <laughs> next thing. <we're> gonna... <laughs> yeah, that, that are you working? On, are you doing a bit right now? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You didn't hear what she said to him. 
<laughs> but what I, what what I would say is that that, that happening is privacy, right? And people, you know, what make people think that they have the right to know and judge people based on on stuff like that? I mean, sure, it's horrible, but we all have problems, and that's you know, we 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 just have the tape, the event itself. We don't we don't know everything leading up to it. We don't know any, anything after it. I have thought a lot before that if people heard some of the stuff Matt and I say to each other in private, where they're like. There is something super wrong with them. <laughs> exactly. Every, every one of us here, if, if there's stuff we say that if oh, taken yeah. out of context would make us look like total assholes, yeah. horrible people. Well, I think that's the thing is deep down as human beings. But any press is good press. Exactly. Yeah. So let's say right now, <laughs> well, Barack Obama hey is now. a dirty... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, though, part of the human experience is we're all horrible people. We are. I mean, I all agree. of us. We are. We are. Uh, all of us have that knuckle-dragging Neanderthal, brut- brutish asshole important. inside of us. And it's and important it's to to recognize the dichotomy. Right. Good, bad, exists. or otherwise. D- to say like, okay, like like when there was this nude photo leak. You know, mm. uh, Mandy and I immediately were like, oh, let's let's go look at those pictures. You know what I mean? And and we're I'm going to be honest and say like, of course I looked at those pictures. You know what I mean? Like like I want to see everybody naked. And I, I was offended too. by being called a sexist because I'm like, if they had said, dude, we've got pictures of Chris Hemsworth dick, I would have been like, okay, show me that right now. I want to see that. Right. I want to see Thor's dick. Right. You know, I like, want to like, see everybody. I want to see everybody naked. I want to see everybody <laughs> naked too. I you know lizard brain, but. I want them the pictures to be something that they agreed to be in. And of course, here's the thing: is like, was it wrong or for something the person, that they intended? Was for it wrong for the person to steal the thing? Of course, but I'm going to look at. It. Yeah. And here's the other thing that that I found interesting about that is, like the Mel Gibson thing, that was also something that was stolen and leaked. Like the the uh, the Donald Sterling thing, that was also nobody's defending those motherfuckers. Yeah. Right. Well, like like my, their private the thing, shit came out that the, made them the look privacy better. thing. It's that interesting I've, that like that the same standard, people yeah. who were defending privacy, it's like. Well, we're defending because we like Jennifer Lawrence, and she's like a good person. It's right. Like, it's like, yeah, but you, you if you if you're specifically talking about privacy, you kind of have to defend. Both well, of it's the like people. this. It's like, what if so, you know on Facebook somebody you know somebody hashtag you know a hacker releases here's so and so's bank account number and their password. Are you going to go in and take out a couple bucks? That's different. But I don't think it is. <clears throat> that 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 has repercussions that are you know profound. It could be profound. And in, in, in this in this in the in the aspect of in the. I don't know. I, I just. I, to I, me, privacy maybe, is privacy is privacy. Yeah, but maybe it's because I'm I, I'm part of a generation that's a little desensitized, yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. you know I think if you're if you're a public figure, <clears throat> you're sort of in a in a in a domain that lends itself to this sort of stuff, um, and I've seen it happen before, and I've seen it happen with people that have bounced back from it and made careers off. Sure, it. So sure. I don't see it as a big deal. Now, a, a bank account. Hashtag Kim Kardashian. Go, Exactly. Look at look at her. She's just famous for a sex tape. She's that's famous ridiculous. for a sex tape, and that's pretty much it. So Jennifer Lawrence's career, Lawrence's career is going to skyrocket now. Yeah, that's going to happen. So I don't feel as bad I, for. I, I didn't go look at the pictures. Here's the thing. Just I don't think I. I don't think she needs any help with her career. No, that's, I, that's true I, too. I, I, I like, think I think she's, she's doing awesome. Yeah. Uh, I would like her to play a superhero, like that a full-on cool. superhero, Supergirl or something like that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, maybe. Do you yeah. see her as a Supergirl? What do you think? Uh, as a Kara Zarel, she's gonna have to grow that hair back out. That's yeah. true. You know who I see as uh, as her? Uh, Katie Sackhoff, Starbuck. No. I, would, I would love her as Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel. She's a little uh, old for Supergirl. Really? But Miss Marvel is Supergirl's somebody that like, like she's late to be like teens, early twenties. 
Right. Because Marvel's like 35. Because Supergirl's supposed to be basically what Clark was a few years ago. Because she, even though she was sent earlier, she lands later. So she's significantly younger. Wasn't there an allusion to Supergirl in the the Superman movie? There was an empty pod that was broken or something. In Man of Steel? Yeah. I didn't notice it. It was supposedly her pod. I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. I didn't either. I need to watch it. Again and see. What do you think um, about that? Real, movie? real quick, before we oh, move we on, to, talk before we that. move on to male superheroes, right. real quick, round robin around the room. Who's your Wonder Woman? Matt, oh, interesting. What do you mean? Who do you want to see play Wonder Woman? Not what's her name? Who's going to? But what? I'm fine. I'm fine with her. Okay, Mandy. I was also a fan of her before she got cast as Wonder Woman. I like I like the Fast and Furious movies though. Those movies have gotten better as they That's as very they true. went. That's unusual. They, they yeah. st- like They're they started so out crappy and they, they just but also they stayed dumb the whole time. They stayed the same <laughs> intelligence level, but like the action is. The best action. I I I really see, I think can't do just I really action. think I it's gonna fall off to because Justin Lin left the series and yeah. he's been doing it. He did it for three. Hey, but it's James One. James One is taking over. But he's but he's a horror guy. But you know, right? But I've only seen him do one car chase, and it's the literally the worst <laughs> car chase I've ever seen in a movie. In Saw, if you go back, there's a car chase that looks so choppy. It needs yakety sax playing over. Seriously, go back and watch it, and I'm like, Benny Hill sitting in the background. Fast and Furious. I think it's going to be terrible. But everybody's going to blame it. Everybody's going to be like, "Well, wasn't the same without Paul Walker?" It's like bullshit. I think it's not going to be the same without. To his defense, though, he's matured as a director. He's made a lot of films since the first Saw, and I think you'll be surprised. Ash, who's your Wonder Woman? I hope you're right. My Wonder Woman, Jamie Alexander. I love Jamie Alexander. Lady Sif from Thor. I, she she was the thing, though. I, I, fuck that. Let's just have a Lady Sif movie. That would be awesome. I was saying this to Mandy. We were re-watching Thor The Dark World, and I was like, now we that need, Thor is need, going to New York, I want, I, want a movie, I want a movie where Sif is the lead, and it has the Warriors 3, and it has oh. Loki in hey, what's it, the name because of the, uh, it all takes place in Asgard, and they like fight Enchantress and Executioner and, and stuff like that, and Heimdall is in. Heimdall is so badass yeah, in those movies. Is, is Executioner the, the actual representation of the devil? No, that's, that's Mephisto. Mephisto. I want that guy for the next I don't know movie. if they'll My, ever do him in a movie. I'm curious to see. You know what? They'll probably, if they do, I think they'll probably tackle it in Doctor Strange, because they said they kind of are going oh, darker and more horror I don't know, man. Joaquin I hate Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix in the part. I, I kind of don't like him in general. I think he's a super overrated actor. Yeah. And what I, about Jared Leto? I liked him in Gladiator. Better. I would have liked Jared Leto. Here's the thing. Jared Leto seems like an awful person, like a total douche like of a person, thirty seconds. And every time I right, right, and his Twitter account and his fucking he's a Oscar great actor, speech, whatever. He's but he's a, a great phenomenal actor. actor. He's such a good actor. I'm like uh, I don't chapter twenty three, unbelievable. Here's the thing. Oh and, okay. and, and fucking Edge of Tomorrow crashed and burned. And we were like telling everybody, go see that movie. It's so good. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, fuck Tom Cruise. He's a piece of shit. He likes the crazy religion, whatever. And you're like. Yeah, uh, who cares? Do you I have know. to hang out we with had this, No, We had this talk the in the Kitty Brown episode. We got Kitty Brown to actually defend Tom Cruise. You cannot yeah. deny he actor. is a good actor. Yeah. He's my, a great actor. My Wonder Woman, yeah. Rosario Dawson. That would be cool. Bam. That would be cool. But, you know, let's, let, let me say something. She may be Electra. We don't know yet. Oh, that would be, that would be amazing. She's better than all Jennifer Garner. This is all we know. Weren't is that you she's all, like, in? Aisha Tyler for Wonder Woman for, uh, like, a she, long yeah, time? She would have been good, I think. Although, I think Rosario's chops are better. 
Aisha, I love Aisha Tyler. Fucking love her. Have, have but you seen Rosario her play Gaul. serious though? Yeah, yeah. She like in yeah. uh, uh, yeah. Nip Tuck. Yeah, like I yeah. was yeah. so yeah. impressed with how she was. That's as one of my favorite shows actress. of all history. I, but but I don't remember see, her episode. But I don't right? see. It's like I was like, I, I, that's fucking Aisha Tyler. Like, I don't crazy. see Aisha doing an action role though. And Wonder Woman has to be like. Oh, I can totally but see look it. She's so into video games from Alexander. That scene and then she's just so buff. I know. I'm watching it very soon. It's one of those that I've put off because that's one of my favorite lizard brain slash bad reviews. It was a bad one. There's a certain. Well, the movie's not great, but there's some amazing stuff. But if if somebody tells me this movie's shitty. It's 80 minutes long. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? But if somebody's like, this movie's shitty, it's 330 minutes long. You're like, <laughs> 80 oh, minutes for a movie is always a red flag. It's like, why could no, we yeah, make it pro- 90? But, but I'm saying like, like if it, even if it's got bad reviews and people are saying this is the worst thing, whatever, if it's 80 minutes, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. My I can do that. My time's far too precious for shitty movies. <laughs> you you uh, had us put things in a hat. And for, or for a oh, game. Okay, this, okay. This your... So this is a, a game that we were talking about for doing for uh, for this new podcast as our uh, as one of our segments. It's basically called the over under. Uh, and ever since I thought of it, I've been sort of obsessed by it. But it's basically it's it's a quick form thing of what I do all the time anyway, which is say like, oh, this is overrated for this reason. This is underrated for this reason. Whatever. But it just sort of like you put a bunch of names in a hat, and it, this is. Books, movies, uh, comic book characters, uh, writers, directors, TV musicians, and, you know, foods, music, what, like any, genres, anything whatever. you can think of, whatever. Just boom, like pull one out, Good and then we all just go, "Oh, is this overrated or underrated, and why?" And you just have to come up with an argument on the spot. And okay, it's a lot of fun. We'll go through what two rounds of this with the four of us. Yeah, let's all go right, ahead. So let's go into everybody, the, the first one. Everybody picks them. All right, mm-hmm. I'm doing the first one. Tim Burton. Oh, hey. Over overrated. 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 Overrated, for sure. Why? Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> and and we quick, all, you, get, you get a minute, so quick. <laughs> we all loved the original Batman because it was... It seemed dark and interesting and serious compared to the campy shit, whatever. But it's like if you go back and watch it, it's terrible. It's, I was just saying the, the same only thing. good thing Doesn't about it up. is Michael Keaton, exactly. which was the thing that everybody was like, Michael Keaton. It's, but oh, uh, quick detour, one second. I I, I once put on uh, one of those uh, the exact replica of the 1989 thing. They came out with that rubber, uh, yeah. like you wear the exact. And I put it on, and even I looked pretty good in that. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, the suit the, was awesome. Like this explains Keaton to me now. But <laughs> I went back and watched that movie. Nicholson is so horrible in that movie. He's a terrible it's choice. Awful. He's the just whole movie. He's just, just kind of awful. playing him. He's not playing. And a I worship that movie. We got a, like a whole garage full. Of, we talked about this before. The, in the oh, I, I got take a whole garage the music, full of shit. The music is great. Yeah, yeah. Danny Elfman. Without Danny Elfman, I think people would recognize that Tim Burton is kind of. Shitty. Okay, the Mandy. Old- <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just feel like it's here. been like a couple good things and then coasting on name and celebrity wife, I guess, and friends to keep doing what you're doing and it's just like you're not growing. He's trying to be an auteur, but he's sticking inside of his little art school bubble that he's been doing. Yeah, the it's same like you have you haven't grown as an artist and right. I'm frankly I'm tired of okay. it. Okay. And the Ash. thing that people oh. give him some of the most credit for is Nightmare Before Christmas, which is not directed by him. No 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 no. no. Everybody pre- thinks he, he directed it. it. He, right. He did Everybody thinks he directed it. Right, he right. didn't. Ash. Uh, I agree with what you get you guys said. Uh yeah, I mean, basically, he's he's he coasted. I mean, if he hadn't coasted for almost ten years on Johnny Depp and Helen, uh, Helena uh, Bonham Carter, right? Uh, then I wouldn't have said that he's overrated. Right. But he's done it. He's done it too. too he keeps long. doing the same thing Which, over and over you know, and over again. 
the last thing I'll say is it's it's cool that he's going back to before he started doing that those horrible films. Well, this with, new film uh, like, Big is Eyes. supposed to be completely departure from. Yeah, Big Eyes stuff, looks but. really good. It has Christoph Waltz and um, Amy uh, Adams in it. I think. Yeah. The subject matter is the subject like, it's not interesting to me. Next subject. Next. Next. Uh, name hey, yeah. out, Mandy. What, what about you? you? Oh me, um, yeah, I I agree. There's certain things of Tim Burton's that I absolutely love, but I still yeah, love Big Fish. But I don't think that's him. That's, no, I think that was I, one of his weird two, work for two, hire. Two things. works of his stand out for me: Beetlejuice and um, uh, Ed Wood. Ed Wood yeah. is phenomenally good, just phenomenally good. I, and I don't think that he was trying to be no. Tim Burton. No. I, on, no. on Ed Wood. I think he, was he legitimately real... was, was obsessed with that story yes. and needed to tell that story yes. and yes. it was really yes. well yes. done. Yes. Depp is amazing and, and fucking, fucking Martin Landau is and Bella Lugosi. in the case of Big Fish, I think he was just doing director for hire because that movie is not very him no, 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 compared no. to the other thing. To his defense though, the man has real talent. He's not like M. Night Shyamalan where he obviously just got lucky with oh, the God, first two yeah. movies. M. Night Shyamalan. I don't, I don't even understand the thing with M. Night Shyamalan. How like, does he have a career? The sixth sense was Amazing, and yeah. you go back and watch it. Like even knowing that he's terrible, it like or, or all of his uh, right, uh, right. sense have been terrible. Right. You watch it and go, God damn it, this movie is perfect. Yeah. And, and you watch Unbreakable, and it's so cool. It's so good, yeah. And then like everything else, mm, I I kind of liked Signs the first time. Oh, I hate like, Signs. No rewatch oh, value. No, especially the end. Well, again, Walking Phoenix, I, I and then like, the fucking end. He goes back to putting the. Rose I like on. the. No. Uh, I like the idea. Don't make movies for people in Iowa. Did he do the happening. <laughs> Yes. Oh this my is like God. the crappening. The crappening. with that movie. Where nothing it's happens. Like, nothing happens. <laughs> oh, also, it's the wind. The it also has my one right, of my right. favorite lines now, which is Mark Wahlberg. All right, can, I, can I skip Think these? Can I Because I don't know what this is. What is uh, it? Toad the Wet Sprocket. Toad the Wet Sprocket. It's a Toad the Wet Sprocket. Can I, it, can I skip uh, it? Overrated. Everybody loves them yeah, because they were named after a Monty Python sketch. I don't think they actually care about their music. It's kind of, I think the same thing about And You Will Know Us by The Trail of Dead. Great band name, boring music. Uh, I disagree. Uh, out of everything, all of the college <clears throat> schlock that was coming out in the 90s, they stood out. Um, I met them, had com- deep conversations with them many times. I, I liked them a lot. I think they were completely underrated, and they eventually... And, and I think they were misunderstood and lumped in with a lot of other shitty music, shitty, shitty college bands from the 90s. All right. So this is a college band. Isn't that great, though? How fast you, you yes. can just come up with an entire yes. argument? Yes. This game's cool. I think cool. they were before my time. I liked them a lot. And I, I Okay, I originally... I admit, I originally was interested in them because they were named after a Monty Python, but... Once I listened, I was hooked. It I wasn't bought, just I because of the a, name. I bought a, a cassette. I, I bought have, a cassette because I, I was have like, their entire named collection. after a Monty Python sketch, there, there mm. for me. And I, I listened their... to it, and, I, and after listening to it, I was like, I, I, I not they a single, girl, right? not the a single album, one of those songs caught with me at the all. The big album that they did, oh, uh, Fear, they or the, uh, uh, Fear, the one that had songs on Dawson's Creek and this and that and everything, was not their great album. The one sure before that, Pale, was a much, much uh. better album. The whole album was about heroin addiction and loss and a friend of theirs being raped. Right, let's move and on. Blah, let's blah, move blah, on. Blah. We, we gotta keep it. Okay. Uh, I pulled Weird Al, who I think is adequately rated because he's awesome. amazing and everyone thinks he's amazing. Yeah. But... I, I think a little underrated because he has that thing where constantly people are like, 
every single time he releases an album, it's oh, Weird Al's comeback album, whatever. After all this time, oh, literally, yeah, that does literally, seem that's weird. that is what happens in the mat in uh, like uh, the major media so every quickly. time, and you're like, it's just his next album. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, never gone away. He's never gone away. Yeah. No, literally, no. every like three years, he comes out with a new album, and it's awesome, and everybody goes, come back. He's adequately rated every time he has fresh material around. Any other time, he is completely underrated. People forget how fucking amazing he is how finger on the pulse of our entire yeah. western culture he's a genius he is, had, he is a fucking genius and, and, and the nicest guy you on know the how planet. you can tell even better if you look at the sheer number of terrible par- music parodies oh yeah uh, uh, by <laughs> yeah. amateurs like yes like there's a reason that no it's it's not that there's only room for one person that can do it it's that nobody else has really yeah. cracked it well also it's, it's, hard, it's hard to achieve and he's super prolific he I mean, has it's a unique talent, talent. Yeah. he has more talent in his little finger than so many other his, his arrangements his music the way and I've seen you know the documentaries the behind the scenes of a couple albums ago and and the, the, the meticulous detail and the attention to detail and the musicianship and the, everything that he puts into it he's not he yes he has taken what we used to do on the playground and turned it into a career and he's an done it form, so long but though. he does it so well and he does it so much better than so anyone long, else to the yeah. point to the point where you find yourself Singing, the, I mean, because usually the songs that he does are earworms anyway. Sure, like, uh, but like, like riding. I mean, riding dirty. Now I don't think riding dirty anytime. I, I think of white and nerdy. I think of the lyrics yeah. of white and nerdy. When it, how many it's times catchier? I don't, think, I, don't think, yeah, I don't think of happy. I think of tacky. How, yeah, how many times? That's totally happening to me now. How many times when you're singing your "Smells Like Teen Spirit" to yourself do you start singing the Weird Al lyrics in your head? <laughs> And and also now the Iggy Azalea one, time. Handy. Like, yeah, like yeah, now yeah. that's getting handy. stuck in my head. Right, right, right. More so than the original. And we go from Handy to Mandy. Oh, wait. No, well, Mandy did. He's got to draw mine. a new one. Uh, Batman. Oh, shit. There we go. This is going to be interesting. All right. Uh, uh, let's go the other way. Okay. All right. Start I have with very me. strong opinions on Batman. Uh, Batman. Um, it's a toughie. On some... Ha- some... On some... Okay. Batman is such a big thing, been such a big thing for such a long time. There are certain aspects of Batman that are. This is let's un- let's make this one the last one, and we just won't limit ourselves to a minute. Great, on it. Um, even oh, though we're, we're already hey. we're already at an hour eleven. But anyway, so oh, I, do you guys have a hard out? No, no. this this is going to be a longer one. I think. It's just um, be a okay, podcast. so Batman. Certain aspects of Batman as a as a thing and as a as Wait, a character. We're not we're not going to save it. We're going to save it, right? For the the, the discussion on, on Batman, we're going to save that. What? Or? No, 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 no. I was saying that like. For, let's let's have the discussion on Batman without time limits. Oh, like, okay. Let's not let's not one minute limit ourselves. All right, cool. Batman <laughs> as a character, as a genre, as a thing. I think Batman transcends everything about media. He's in in every form of media, from music to TV to movies to comics to books to novels, graphic novels, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's certain aspects of Batman that are completely underrated, and there's certain bas- ba- aspects of Batman that are overrated. I think you're probably right. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's a it, Batman is such a unique property in our world, in our society, in our culture, in its, in the zeitgeist. I should say mm-hmm. that covers all the bases. That transcends. Everybody knows who Batman is. Everybody knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Everybody knows what Batman is. Yeah. That. But he needs to stop telling people. There's good, <laughs> yeah. There's good and there's bad, and um, Swear to me. but yeah. I mean, it's it's complicated. Batman's a very complicated, complicated topic. I mean, because of all the different permutations of all the different 
um, things that, that it involves. Well, let's start out. Let's start out. Let's talk no, about him. Okay, I can sum you, it up. The animated series underrated, completely. fucking amazing. Yeah. Dark Knight trilogy it still might fucking be. overrated because that is mostly horse crap. Okay, let's start with that then. Uh, well, I think, the I think animated series may be the best cartoon that's ever been made. I think you're right. I, going back uh, and watching, it, 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 I was now, so excited to find out Bruce Tim is going to be doing uh, the new uh, Justice League. They're bringing Bruce Tim back for Justice League. I texted that to you. Yes, you did. Uh, it's you all... don't answer my texts when they're about Bruce Tim, which <laughs> is a lot of them. Uh, uh, no, the um, like going back and watching because it's all streaming on. Uh, on Amazon Prime, uh, so so if you animated have, series, you, yeah, you can watch the entire animated series I've got for free. The first DVD it's, collection. How many seasons so, is it, like five it's, seasons? It's four seasons, four and the fourth so one, phenomenal. the fourth one, it's kind of different because the fourth one was a jump of a few years. Mm-hmm. It was kind of mm-hmm. made at the same time, I think, that they did the Superman show, right? Right. And so the animation style is a it's slightly it's different, slightly and there's a lot more. There's a lot more Supergirl. That's where, that's where and there's a different uh, Robin. That's where they changed the Joker's appearance, right? Where he they had, changed like, everybody's appearance a little bit. I think it goes from Dick to. To they, Tim. they skipped Jason and they went from but Dick, they covered Dick Jason in a a movie yeah a under movie the, the Joker yeah, under the Red, Red Hood, Hood, Red Hood yeah. a great movie that's a great movie it was oh and Mask of the Phantasm we watched that yesterday Mask of the Phantasm is a fucking amazing movie fucking amazing couldn't okay by the end of it I'm like why do, uh, uh, spoilers on Mask of the Phantasm it was a better it's, mo- it's from 20 years ago but like uh, at the end of the movie I'm like why doesn't he get with her I'm like, they're both crazy. They're both crazy people that are, like, putting on costumes and fighting my crime. My favorite part... Because of this weird vengeance. My favorite part is, like, when he's like, you need to stop this madness. And it's like, says the guy in the full-on outfit yeah, right. to the other <laughs> right, guy right, right, in right. the full-on Well, the outfit. Mask of the Phantom... Well, I, I'm, what year did that come out? Does anybody remember? Was I it think 91? it was 93. 93. So it was made after uh, Batman Returns and right around the same time as, as uh, Batman... As um, Batman forever um or no batman yeah batman forever it, yeah it was, and it was a better movie than batman yeah, I forever now i love batman forever for certain reasons because to me it harkened back to the campiness of the 60s series and did it not did it well batman and robin is a piece of shit we will not speak of it it's it's star trek 5 oh, wait you don't like bat nipples you're saying no that? um but 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 Mask of the Phantasm was a better movie than Batman Alicia Forever. Alicia Silverstone and her amazing British. Oh wait, no. <laughs> that movie is garbage. Ash, Batman, go. Uh, I th- I think you know trying to rate Batman in terms of whether it's overrated or not. Uh, it's, it's almost like saying, "Oh yeah, the uh, the Greek gods are underrated or overrated." Because uh, they I think... are underrated. <laughs> Do you know how much their worship has fallen recently? I know. I know. There is not even an intact temple in LA. Yeah, Actually, there probably is. LA's weird. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. No, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I feel like uh, Batman and Superman. There are like yeah. mythological yeah. Uh, characters. Yeah. Uh, American myth, uh, similar to like how jazz and rock and roll is our our classical music in a way. Batman and Superman are are, are mythological. Yeah, characters. and 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 this goes toward the discussion of because those things are so iconic. Why is so much bad media being made of those characters? These characters that are so ingrained in us and so part of our zeitgeist, so part of our culture, so ingrained into Western civilization. Why is such so much bad media? Being like what? Made what what's what's some bad media related to Superman and Batman? That's Man of Steel was not. That was good. great. That was a great movie. The, here's dark. Here, here's my. Here's I hate the dark. Movie. Movie. All right, let's talk about the Man of Steel right now. All right, we're, we're going to we touch, touch on a side. I want to lead this into being DC versus Marvel movies. Go. All right, but all right, 
here's the thing about Man of Steel. It got so much hate when it came out, and I'm like, and after we saw it, I was, I was, I enjoyed myself watching it, and I was yeah. like, yeah. what the fuck are all of you talking about? This is what you signed up for with the fucking Dark Knight movies. Because yeah. when I came out of Batman Begins, I was like, what is this trash? And everybody else was like, yeah, Batman. I'm like, that's... I, I don't mean I don't like those like, movies. It's, it's not it does it didn't feel right to me. Like there was a lot that they that 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 I just felt like they got wrong. It's it, it's like oh we're going to be serious. But I feel like everyone should talk like this. God, that voice. That movies. I mean that voice is so <laughs> so uh, frustrating. I hope and, I hope Affleck doesn't do that voice for like you know I hope I hope he does something else with I it. I will not be going to see. I I assume I assume he. Won. Right? I mean, how could he? How could he do that? I want him to keep the regular uh, you know. More, more of like a calmer kind of like voice, but I don't want him to Here's change the it completely. Thing. I mean, like anybody who's going to play Batman should just note Kevin Conroy's performance and go, yeah. he has two different voices yes. for it, and you just have yeah. to remember that yes. the put-on is not the Batman voice. Yes. The put-on is the, the Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne voice. Exactly. Batman is how I feel. Exactly. This is goddamn how I feel all the Amazing. time. I'm on a goddamn mission. And when I'm, Bruce Wayne, like <laughs> when I'm Bruce Wayne, I'm pretending to be party guy. How's it going, guys? Yeah, exactly. Hey, here's some money. Yeah. That's the put-on. Yeah. He's Batman the all mask, the fucking time. They, they've yeah. gone, and they've done that in the comics over and over and over again. The mask is Bruce Wayne. But you know what? Mike, the mask is not Batman. I want. I want to tell you. I want to reassure you. I think. I think this franchise is in good hands. Zack Snyder. I mean, Watchmen is underrated. That film is a masterpiece. Oh, I love Watchmen. I fucking I feel like love Watchmen. Sucker Punch was also underrated. Yeah, Sucker definitely. Punch was so stupid. It, and it is fun. stupid, but yeah. it's, it's a great <laughs> yeah. visual. It, like, right. Here's you know? the thing. I think that Zack Snyder is a great director. I think he needs quality material. I mean, like, obviously, you look at the Dawn of the Dead remake that everybody expected to be shit, and you were like, that's fucking great. But it was a great writer. 300 is like, it's like a perfect pitch. It's it's like a pitcher pitching a perfect game, except for those couple homers. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, okay. There were there were like two walk off home runs. There was a there was there was the weird goat playing guitar. Like you know know what I mean? But like you, you don't you limit that goat? You could edit. (laughs) You could you could Sandy D goat rights now. You could edit edit probably three minutes out of that movie, and it would be a perfect movie. I love those three minutes are retarded, and you're like, what is going on? But the rest of it is. And I didn't see the second one. Sequel's not that bad either, man. I, mean, I, 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 I do like Eva, I do like me some Eva Green. Yeah, she's she was Although, my least favorite part of that movie. Really, you didn't yeah. like the uh, the, man, the man eater? No, like everything she did, it was just just seemed kind of silly. But the thing with three hundred that I keep going back to is every time I watch it, it's like, oh my god, that's that's uh, what, Lena Headey or whatever the, from, yeah. from Game of Thrones. I keep going, wow, such a different character. She's yeah. not a you know what's crazy. Uh, have, have you, you seen have her you? in Dread? Oh my god, amazing! Have, She's have, the you seen Dread? Best oh my thing. god, Dread! Dread was the 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 edge of tomorrow. That was the of Brit- like two years that ago. That was the British one, it right? Was, I agree. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's. It's way better than it had any right to be. Like it's, it's hyper just, violent, and it's like the comic book. I was watching it and I was like, "There's, just, I can't believe this." It's if, if you ever do that thing where you're watching a movie and you go, "This would be really cool if they did this," but they're not going to do well, that, and then it does it, and you're like, "They fucking did that!" Sweet. <laughs> why? Why? Yeah. I'm putting this question out for everybody. Why? 
Lena Headey is underrated. Yeah. If you see right. her in an interview, she's, she's not that person no, 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 at she's all. Not, she's she's not, like she's a flighty I love nerdy picture, or I love all the flighty pictures a punky of her, chick. Of her and Nikolai, Was, uh, Nikolai blah, 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 what's his name? Custer Waldau. Yes, yes. Actually, and then, it's Custer and, Waldau. And, it's, and, he is the most difficult to pronounce. And like, Dinklage. Like, everybody keeps and looking doing, at his like, face and going between, like, can't we just call you Jamie Lannister? You're so good. And the three of them, the three of them in between shooting a scene and they're all like kissing on each other and flirting and biting each other's ears and stuff. It's so Kingslayer. January Jones are exact opposites. Like I feel like January Jones is just like she's just always exactly like she is as Betty Draper. Like yeah. her Emma Frost was mm. Betty Draper. Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She looked yeah. so good in the costume, and we were all like, "Hey, cool!" And, and she's, she's in a like, she's an acclaimed actress and from then Mad Men. Killed her, and then and then she's terrible. But and they killed like, her. That character's one of my favorite Wait, characters. Wait, so so Marvel versus DC? Why why they is DC? Banshee why does too, which they kill, me. what the fuck? That why can't annoy me? Why can't DC pull its shit together and do what Marvel's doing? Oh, I spoke to the why guy. Why can't who, Fox pull its shit together and do what Marvel's totally. doing? I spoke to the guy who played Darwin. Oh, really? He, he comes he, into my work all the time. He said he's coming back. Really? Mm. So, I, I, you know what I? Them thought? killing Darwin was the thing that pissed Dude, me off the that most. And you know what happened in that movie? They when they talk about like when um. Uh, Kevin Bacon's character I forget his name talking about like um, he, was, he, was, he was a Shaw? weird version Sebastian of Sebastian Shaw, yeah. Shaw when he was talking about like rights and whatever they immediately cut to the black guy like oh here we want to hit you over the head with the civil so, rights shit this is this is a funny thing <laughs> I, I, I was talking about on another podcast but it, it's it's this idea of okay these are allegories that were originally written in the 60s 70s and 80s whatever and they're allegories for uh uh, for civil rights, and and at, like uh, early on, they started out as being uh, civil rights and race, and it kind of developed into hey, they're also kind of civil rights uh, uh, about uh, um, uh, sexuality. You know, like a lot. There's a lot of like, oh, this doesn't really hit you until you're like 11, and then it's like, oh, how do I tell my parents? You know, mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff. So there's a lot of allegory in there. And so whenever anybody attacks it, it's like, oh, so many X-Men are white. It's like, yeah, because it was an allegory for race. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if if they're, like, uh, if I mean, all the X-Men had been black in the 60s yeah. or whatever, they wouldn't let them in the building. But They'd I mean, be the like, X- oh, we're X-Men, trying to save you. It's yeah. like, oh, no. Oh, you don't like mutants. It's like, no, no, mutants are fine. But it's the like, X-Men, you yeah, regular yeah. mutants. Like, it you're goes not back to the, to, the, to the racist zombies yeah. on Key and The, X- <laughs> the X-Men are, like, the, the most diverse group, though, right. because they right. have, everybody. they have Storm, they have Bishop. I mean, it, I've always saw. I've always seen over, the X Men over time. As, as, they, they, yeah. they definitely. Oh my god, they fucked up Bishop so bad. Oh, oh dude, no, I, I can't think of. That's the that. guy that I was expecting they were going to make a movie about because that's that's he's how much so, the character he's is such developed. a badass character. Yeah. So for X Men Apocalypse, and I know we're kind of deviating from from what we we're going to talk about, <laughs> but I want since we started talking about this, I think Fox is pulling their shit together in comparison okay. to here's DC. the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, every Brian Singer one has been good. Yeah. The first X Men movie, it had some issues. But it, it was, was it. Yeah. He like, why pulled is it Jean to the Grey screen, so old? and I think he got more. I think they they kind of got more leeway in that this will work as a movie, and they got to be a, like uh, they got a little more freedom to make two, and two was amazing. amazing. Two is still up there with the best yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you, you see how important Brian Singer is when you don't have him. It's the same writers, though. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. And you're like, what What do you not have? You don't have the person saying, hey, this doesn't work. This does work. Let's keep this. Let's yeah. remove that. Let's make this thing right, work. Yeah. You don't Singer have that person. That, and yeah. and it, that's not just, like, supposition. Like, I've heard an interview with uh, Simon Kinberg, who who co-wrote both of those movies. He, he co-wrote... Um, 
uh, Last X3, Last Stand, and uh, uh, Days of Future Past. He co-wrote both of them. And, and like, the idea that one... That, that anybody in common worked on those movies is insane because yeah. there's such a difference in yeah. quality. And I would go as far as to say that Brian Singer actually paved the way for what Marvel has achieved. Without X One, I agree. Marvel wouldn't have been able to, you know, hit it, you know, out of the park with Iron Man. Without X Men Two and Spider Man Two, which both were a cut above, like they both they both were just excellent movies. Yeah. They weren't excellent yeah. comic book movies, excellent superhero they movies. Excellent they were movies. both. Really, really good movies. And here's the thing: with the what the difference is is that between Marvel and the others is that Marvel actually has reverence for the source material. I, agree, I absolutely I agree. think that that's and the I big thing. And I think DC is just like look what's going to make the most money. You have and to make draw the most people in. It's a different medium, and you, changes are going to be made. Yeah, yeah. So the question is: Are you going to make changes that are? Um, are just to translate what's great about the character, or are you going to make changes because you're like, mm, that thing's lame. Let's change it and make it this, whatever. Or, or to, to please a focus group or whatever. Mar- Marvel, right. Marvel. I like Marvel over any other one of these studios. I mean, they did launch the first um, like successful cinematic universe uh, as far as comic books, and now everyone wants to do this. But I like them because they they're, they stay true to the comic book in a lot of ways, and I, mm-hmm. I you know, it's, this might be like a superficial thing, but I, I really appreciate it when the actual character looks like it came from the comic book on film. But I, and I, I don't I really mind. Like I don't mind them changing the ages of people and stuff like that. It's it if it works within the context of a story. Then well, fine, Fantastic yeah. Four, they're all going to be like early twenties. My 20s only characters. problem with like the ages and things, it's like. Okay, they're both 19 in the comics. That's obviously not going to work. But when, like, one looks like they're 40 and one looks like they're Mm, 20, mm. when I'm like, now (laughs) you're losing me because they're dating and it's weird. It's like he's dating Mm, his friend's mm. mom. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to make them all 50 and they're all older, fantastic. You want to make them all younger, fantastic. You want to mix, but, but it's mix. fine because they're not banging. What about what about Hugh yeah. Jackman? You think he's going to keep playing Wolverine? He's getting up there. No, I think he's going to. He's quit. already talking about I, the I, next I, person. Plus, I don't think he can get any more buff. Old man, <laughs> old man he Logan just can't balloon up anymore. Yeah, Challenge accepted. Right? <laughs> uh, old man Logan. Let's, um, let's, we should do that. Let's, we should do that. Let's wrap. <laughs> let's wrap up here, uh, uh, Matt. What are you What are you recommending in anything right now? Uh, uh, what are you consuming that you recommended? I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. Streaming, and I, I'm, I'm going to recommend. Obviously, Edge of Tomorrow comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, I got to see that. Of October at some point, and I'm going to see Dread and too. It's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. It, I was really sorry to. Miss I think that Dread is streaming, mm. but Dread's also on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, your next is streaming on both Netflix and Amazon Prime, and it's a slasher movie that had terrible marketing that made it look like a big piece of shit, and so I didn't even go anywhere near it. And I kind of heard word of mouth, whatever. I was like, no, no, no there's. It's a little different, whatever. And I saw it, and it was fucking great. So it's Edge of so Tomorrow, much fun. and you're next. Mandy. Okay, if you like Famke Jansen, which I do, just mm-hmm. not as Jean Grey, you need to watch, and this this show's so dumb, but it's called Hemlock Grove. It's a Netflix <laughs> original show. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. The writing's dumb, but the actors Famke are Jansen. all... Yeah. The actors are all amazing. You have Dee from Battlestar, and um, the Chief from Battlestar, and like... Yeah, everybody's Everyone's in that so show. so good. The show is so dumb, but so good at the same it time. It reminds me of Scandal. It just burns through story like crazy, yeah. where you're like, no, this character's dead now. And you're like, whoa, what? what? Yeah. Already? Ash, what do you recommend? Well, uh, I, I, I was watching TV. I, I watch a lot of comedy, and I, I saw this guy. His name's Kevin Iso, a stand-up comedian. 
really unique kind of style, sort similar to like uh, Stephen Brody Stevens, where it comes out of left field, and they it, it, those that style is, it, it's becoming like a style where you make fun of you bumming or being awkward, sort of like a meta sort of like um, comedy. That that guy's really funny, and uh, also the Zero Theorem. I I, um, I posted a review on the blog mm-hmm. for the movie. Uh, you know, you, you can read it to uh, find out what I thought about it, but it's a really good film. I think it's uh, on par with uh, some of the previous Terry Gilliam offerings, and people can should you say check it out. One more time, but the slow. zero theorem. The zero theorem. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I sometimes talk very fast. <laughs> it's also it also, it's also a nonsensical phrase. Yes. Which is I a thought problem. I was missing yeah. a word. That was like a <laughs> no, real word. I do. I do that. I, I, I skip words sometimes. So. And and third, but last, uh, a video game. It's uh, called Remember Me. Mm. It was made by Capcom last year, and it's like. Uh, Minority Report meets uh, Eon Flux or something like that. It's really cool. So, that's it. Cool. Um, for me... Uh, oh, shit, I just had it. Um, oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to go ahead and recommend everybody go see Tusk because I'm, I'm a, I like Kevin Smith um, and I like Justin Long and everything I'm seeing about this, the, the, the basic premise of this is this is a movie that completely launched out of a podcast. And again, this goes back to the the latest Kevin Smith episode of The Nerdist, where he's talking about it. That basically, this is a podcaster who goes to interview a guy, and crazy shit happens. And based on based on a story that came out of Canada in a newspaper, and 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 or that it, on the internet, and then he's like, "Why isn't somebody making a movie about this?" And then Kevin went, "Oh, ding! I have to make this movie." And it, it, it's spawned out of their podcast. You know what I like about it is that when he made Clerks. Mm. He was trying to make the type of movie that he was like, oh, right. th- nobody's making this. Nobody's making want, a movie I, about me I, and I wanna, my friends. This is a movie that I kind of want to see, and it doesn't exist. And then for the longest time, and I think Dogma was written even before Clerks, yeah, yeah. and that was a movie that he was like, mm-hmm, okay, I've got mm-hmm, this thing. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's like completely just weird and original, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I want to see it. Mandy absolutely won't see yeah, it. Danny, and I don't, I don't recommend it. that. She's, right, right, right. Like, just knowing basically what it's yeah, about, I'm exactly. like, no, that's yeah. going to be horrifying yeah. to you. Yeah. But I don't I, even know what it's about. Uh, uh, a guy... A podcaster goes a, a to guy, interview uh, a guy and winds up getting sewn to a wal- turned into a walrus. He, yeah, a guy turn, tries to turn another guy into a walrus. It's very, It sounds very human centipede It's almost... And the thing is, or I really... like May. I really liked Human Centipede, and I, I liked There's Human Centipede 2. <laughs> yes. I liked Human Centipede 2 even more, which was like sort of a weird meta thing where I it was like... I didn't see either one of them. Uh, it, it was like, he's he's watching... Like it's about a character who's obsessed with the movie Human right. Centipede and decides to do it right. in real life, whatever. Right. But it was it's it's ridiculous and <laughs> and and bizarre and creepy <laughs> and it's done really. I, I thought it was done really well. I enjoyed it. I, I people now, hate. Do you think it's for the science or for the lack of like walrus availability? <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think. Shh, kitty, shush. He he's somebody that wants a, a walrus, walrus that he that. can talk to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a crazy guy. Totally it's the lack of magic. The other walrus. thing I'm going to recommend: the new Simon Pegg, uh, Hector in the Search for Happiness. I love Simon Pegg, and basically any project he's Simon ever been Pegg involved. I think Simon Pegg might be the best actor ever. I think he's oh, amazing. Wow. Is, is is that is that what happened to Rosamund Pike? Is that where she disappeared to? Uh, Maybe. 
I don't know. Oh, it's supposed to be a Gone Girl joke. Oh, Never okay. mind. Oh. You know what? This that, this will should play a lot better in three months. Yeah, so if yeah. you're listening yeah. to this in uh, in 2015, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> well, the um, the one thing I do want to say is if you're listening to this, please go and follow us on Twitter. Please go like us on like the the Something to XP page on Facebook. Send us a tweet. We want to hear from you. Please send us a, a, a message on Facebook. Email us at something to XP at, at uh, gmail dot com. Our Twitter is something to XP. We're at something to XP everywhere. Twitter, Facebook. Um, uh, YouTube and uh, something2xp at gmail.com we invite your feedback and always remember please be kind hey everyone before we wrap this up I just wanted to apologize to Matt and Mandy Uh, I cut them off before they could say what their Twitter handles were Uh, Matt is at Matt Blackwood and Mandy is at Mandy Dirito that's D-I-R-I-T-O please go and follow them on Twitter and once again apologies to them The Something Something Experience podcast was conceived and produced by Ash Jones and Michael John Simpson. Intro music, Ways to Change Faces, and outro music, Scorpio 37, was written, produced, and provided by the talented Sebastian Ciceri. You can find us online as Something2XP on iTunes, WordPress, and YouTube. Please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Email something2xp at gmail.com. We invite your feedback. Please be kind.